Hi, <laughs> welcome to Side Talks. <laughs> we are live from Women in Film Week in front of a live audience here in Cinema A. Yeah, at the Sidewalk Cinema. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Corey Kraft. And this is a podcast in which we talk about movies, but mostly just Corey fan fanboys over things like Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Have you seen West Side Story yet, though? No. Yeah. I haven't. Okay. So, I haven't. You know, come back to me. Okay. Come back to me. All right. I will. Because it's magnificently directed. Okay. I'm already bored. How? What's the runtime? Quite long. What's the runtime? I don't know. It's like two hours and twenty minutes long. Well, that's not that bad. I mean, that's you know. He's not keeping you. Sitting there as long as, say, you know, Ryosuke Hamaguchi is with Drive My Car. I just feel like I'm not going to like this film, Corey. You're probably not because you don't like musicals and happiness and good things. I like La La Land. That's right, Kathleen. That's right. We had a groan from the audience. It happened to be my wife, but we don't, don't have to Don't you like La La Land, too? I do like La La Land. I've... It, Historically, like La La Land. I more mean, than it's no Kathleen West Side did. Story. It, it truly is no West Side Story. Oh, that boy. is unfortunately to La La Land's detriment. Okay. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's get to podcasting. What's this shit? <laughs> uh, she, if, if you weren't aware of this, Rachel genuinely does sing the what's this shit sting live in every single recording. Yes, and I try not to warn him so that his headphones get blowed off his head, but today you just got it right through the walls. That's right. Okay, you're ready for this? You're going to get it. Okay, you're gonna if get you say it. so. You're going to get it. So on what I think is non-diegetic, well, no, I actually, I, uh, I, I knew it was diegetic. I knew okay, it was diegetic. Right. Let, me, let me retract that. Sweet Home Alabama playing diegetic music. People are dancing on a plane. On a plane? Yeah. Oh, my God. I thought you'd get it right there. Sweet Home Alabama on a plane? Yes. And there's some onlookers who are a little put out by this. They don't, like, is not this a commercial jet? It is. I, I think, mean, that doesn't mm, help. I'm just, maybe I'm I just wrong. Wanted a maybe I'm wrong. No, it may not be. It may, it may not be a commercial jet, it's, but it's a big airplane. Okay. okay. All right. And so um, these, we then cut to, by the way, this cast is insane. I had no idea, actually. This cast is insane. We cut to a, a very famous gentleman who then says, define irony, and goes on talking about you know, people dancing on an airplane to a song by a band who dies on an airplane, who died on an airplane. You know, Leonard Skinner, that mm-hmm, is, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you know what this is? Keep, keep describing okay. the scene. So then we cut to a dude who's looking through a box, and in that box, does anybody else in the room know what this is? I think Gareth does. Do you? You know what it is, right? There's bunny ears coming out of the top of the box, and okay. this, this, this um, very muscular gentleman's looking through and, and opens a letter up and sort of starts, has a, he seems entertained by this letter. Um, and then we cut back to, let's see here, people are chained on this vessel. They're chained. And so then we get... Is this have, con air? It is. You got it. I was actually surprised it took you this long. Okay. I've never actually seen con air. Oh, but you still got it? Well, That's kind of amazing. I, I was trying to think of any other context in which somebody yeah. might be handcuffed okay. on, a, on a plane. Well, and then there's... and then I, uh, I've seen Con Air in bits and pieces. I don't think I've seen Con... Like on, on basic cable. I don't think I've seen Con Air from start to finish. Maybe I have. I think, I don't you, I think you might need to. Based on this. And I, I don't, I, I'm with you. I, I need to. It does star one of my favorite actors. Who is? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Sir Nicholas Cage. And 
John Malkovich. Malkovich then goes on Shemmy a and- weird tear. In, in the most Malkovich of Malkovich forms, he goes on this thing about, in, just in the stuttered, that stuttered delivery, he's like, s- shuts off the Sweet Home Alabama, and he's like, so, it's come to my attention that somebody has contacted the authorities. <laughs> Who might that be? Now, I'm paraphrasing here, but it's that general vibe. And in... Then we just keep cutting to Nicolas Cage, who's wearing, I know this is a politically incorrect way of saying it, but a wife beater. Yeah. And he's just sweaty with that hair, and he's just looking intensely at everybody. I, I feel like they just shot Nicolas Cage in a closet somewhere well, in, in but, like, pre-production, and then just cut it in to the scene. So, is, okay, this is the movie where, like, the beginning is he's some sort of, like, hero soldier who, like, accidentally but sort of on purpose kills a dude at some dive bar or something who's, like, insulting his wife? Can anybody um, confirm Something this? like that? Gareth's confirming that. Okay, so maybe I have seen Con Air. Yeah. It might but, be worth a rewatch from you, because who else is in this thing? I mean, you got John Cusack in there as, like, the cop on the ground, right? I think so. He wasn't in the scene, uh, but yeah. Buscemi is, Buscemi is on the, the plane. Buscemi is the one who, who makes like the creep. ironic. He's, he's the one who goes on about what an ironic thing this is. That, I don't, who else is? Because it does have a big cast. I mean, I think that that like pretty dudes. much does it. I mean, we've got... Cast of dudes. If you've got... Oh, no. Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames. That's right. Ving Rhames. Steve Buscemi. Um, your boyfriend, Nicolas Cage. My beloved... John Malkovich. Do we need anybody else? You add Cusack's in there just for the just I for mean, the fun of it. Cage and Malkovich alone—that's enough like off kilter weirdo energy to power it's ten movies, much less powerful. just a single one. Uh, yeah, I really—I'll I'll get the Criterion Blu-ray one of these days. Well, Dave Chappelle's, Dave Chappelle's in, it? in it. Whoa. <laughs> okay, I really nuts. do need to see Connor. This is a nut from start to finish. Not so cast. Um, so I presume that. You loved this clip and you thought it was great? I loved it. I loved this clip. I loved the Malkovich moment so much. And the delivery is so damn weird. And, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to propose a live programming request. Okay. We got to do some sort of, like, weird-ass Nicolas Cage retrospective one of these days. Let's do it. Let's do it. Vampire's Kiss. Zandalee. That's a great film. Let's just, let's just go all out with Weird Cage. Yeah, you can go off the rails Mandy. with that really quick. I mean, well, we've done, Mandy. Yeah, let's do it again. Because it's the best. Bad uh, Lieutenant Port of Call, New Orleans. Well, you won What's the Shit, Corey. You got it. Yes, I did win. Awesome. For a movie I'm not sure I've even actually seen. Or Good at least job. not in full. And now, a look at what we're watching this week. Hey, Corey. Hey, Rachel. Uh, you want to know what I've been watching? Yeah, I, please, tell me. Okay, you're not going to believe this. And you know how you brought your shame to the table last week? Uh-huh. You said, oh, I, it was a week before. I've never seen, you know, whatever. I can't remember. McCabe and Mrs. Miller, oh, which I saw for the first God. time. It rules. It's so good. So I have something to confess. Uh-huh. I thought I had seen this film. I had never seen this film. I had the best time watching this, uh-huh. dusting, dusting off this VHS tape and putting it in and watching it. And that is I had never seen Speed. Oh, hell And yes. I have now Speed seen rules. Speed. Oh, Speed it's so rules. good, right? It is so freaking good. I have so, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to even uh, trouble y'all with the length of notes that I have here. But there are so many things. First of all, I only have one complaint about this film. Really only one. Uh-huh. Maybe two. Okay. 
the first is that I think this thing is solid and, and, and works without having to, once they get off the bus, we don't need to do anything else. That's I think this complaint. could end there. Yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, that's my one big sort Yeah, of it stretches on up. a bit too long after that, even though the stuff where they finally do get Dennis Hopper at the end is super cool. Agreed. Agreed. But I don't know that we need it. I, I feel like it's a great bad movie night, for, not because it's bad, but for the fun of it. Yeah. It, up until that point, but it does drag on a little bit there. That's my first complaint. Okay. My second complaint is we need more Sandy. There's not enough Sandra Bullock in this. She gets Speed that one. Speed 2. I can't uh, wait. On a cruise ship. On a cruise ship. Uh, however, Speed 2 is terrible. I can't wait. Is it terrible good terrible though? Yeah, it's kind of good terrible. So we get that moment with her where she's like, thank you. Thank you very much. Which is anybody else doing would be super annoying. Uh -huh. But Sandra Bullock doing it is like the most adorable thing ever. Especially considering that she's literally keeping the bus at 50 miles an hour right then. And is facing, looking down the, you know, at the mouth of death. And still does that little like weird Elvis reference in the middle of it all. Uh -huh. It's amazing. I want more Sandy. That's the only thing I'd say. But you know what my favorite part is? Spoiler alert on this film. Which is, it, is it when the passengers are trying to crawl out of the bus while it's still in motion? And I Beth love Grant that. Falls and, and I love shit? Beth Grant who's been to sidewalk in this. No, my favorite part is when they escape from the bus on that little tiny piece of metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're just scurrying down the runway. That and I love the ingenuity of, of Keanu keeping the bus. I was like, my dad will appreciate this. Keeping the bus going 50 miles an hour because he's like, there's LAX or whatever, you know. And they pull off to go to the airport and just loop the like, the runway it's just such a stroke of brilliance yeah they jump the bus i mean I, I this is it's incredible just the premise alone that you have to keep the bus going 50 miles an hour it, it it's so so damn good yeah. i love this thing so much and also i have one one note i kept i i've given nicknames to everybody in this film and i'm just going to share one with you and that's the, the bus driver uh, his nickname for is weird hair do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, well, the next time you watch it, just know that his nickname is Weird Hair. Now I want to watch that and Con Air in the same, and Speed 2. Speed 2, I mean, Speed 2 is bad. Yeah, well. You got some next level weird Willem Dafoe in that movie as the villain. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I, don't, I can't imagine how anything could be better in the action world than the premise of, you know, this once, what is it? Once you've gone sixty, it locks in. Yeah. But if you if you if you don't keep this bus going over fifty miles an hour, it's you're gonna die. I mean, it's one so of good. Through, the through, best action through, movies of the nineties through Los Angeles, am I yeah. right? So, yeah, it's the best. It it's rules. so so, so good. good. It's so so good. Well, I'm glad you caught up with it, and I'm glad that you rightfully liked it. I know one other thing about this that I'm coming with this information in a very uneducated form. Uh huh. Okay, and that is to say that I remember a couple years after Speed was released, that there was a, a, a I think it was on Entertainment Tonight or one of these other, other hard-hitting, you know, real, real hard-hitting news channels, that there was a story about somebody in New York City who had entered a competition and had won the Speed bus and then had now was suing the studio that had given the Speed bus away because it kept getting so many tickets in New York <laughs> because they didn't have anywhere <laughs> to park it. And they wanted to sue the studio over it. And nobody wanted the speed bus. Could, they couldn't get rid of it. And so they were trying to sue the studio. I'm going to come back with some, some more information about that. I think that'll make for a good segment of, man, this, that's weird. But Do you think that Sidewalk as an organization could 
find and purchase the speed bus. I absolutely think we could do that. The Pazitz parking deck has some extra spaces. We're not going to have the same problems they have in New York, in Certainly New York not. City. Certainly not. We New can York, park that, that's that why they call it New York shitty, because you can't even park a speed bus on the why? street. That's why. You can't even park a speed bus on the street, Corey. So you win something, and look what New York does. You know how those two Saturday Night Live dudes just bought a, a decommissioned Staten yeah, Island ferry to I turn do. into a party One ferry? of which is Scarlett Johansson's husband. That's right, Mr. Scarlett Johansson and um, Mr. Kim Kardashian, right? There you go. Old lanky what's-his-name. Um, we should do that with the speed bus, a party Agreed. bus, sidewalk Agreed. party bus. If it goes below, I don't know, 50 shots of liquor, everybody blows up. Can you imagine the speed bus if it goes, if, if you can't keep it above 50 miles an hour in downtown Birmingham? I mean, first of all, you'd hit one pothole. You hear me, Randall Woodfin? You hit one pothole. Oh, he's actually done. here. He's back. He's oh, in back he is. The, hey, Randall. And uh, this packed live studio audience, of course. Sorry, Mr. Mayor, but there are a lot of potholes. Um, anyway, moving on before we get in any trouble. Um, I also saw Billie Eilish last night. You went to the concert. I went to the concert. Yeah, a lot of was, my students did. It was pretty amazing. There were giant spiders. I liked that a lot. Oh, no, that sounds scary. It was scary. It was, it was neat. Um, yeah, it was pretty fun. But that's what I've been watching. Billie um, Eilish and Speed. She's I, they probably going to win an Academy Award here in a couple weeks for that uh, for uh, the, James for Bond song. Yeah, she did that. And she there played was, the song? She played the song last night. It's a good night, song. And they had some um, projection behind her that would look like a lot like the intro of the, of the film, which I think was really cool, actually. Yeah. That was a really cool intro. That's neat. That's cool. Yeah. She was good. It was interesting. It was good. Hmm. I'll, I'll talk to you more. There's no reason for us to talk on mic about this, but there was some, there's some interesting observations of the, of the show. Hmm. Okay. So anyway, what have you been watching? I saw The Batman. It's you a, did, did it's you, a film about Batman. Did you buy a popcorn vessel? I didn't buy a popcorn vessel. The, the um, AMC theaters are selling popcorn vessels in the shape of Batman's Helmet? Yes. And what here's, Cowl? Here's what I, here's what I want, want to say about that. Okay. If anybody here has purchased the popcorn vessel that is the head of Batman, can somebody email us at podcast at sidewalkfest.com and let us know what the purpose of the mouth is? Because the <laughs> mouth is, is gaping and I don't, the popcorn, it doesn't look like the popcorn is deposited in the mouth. But why, like, what is, is the mouth there for you to rest your Pop-Tart? Like, what's the purpose of the mouth? I need to know. You got to put your, um, your junior mints there. Mate, that's true. Sam, have you had to, have you purchased Sam, a Pop-Tart Sam. vessel yet? Okay, well, somebody get on that. I don't please. know why everybody simultaneously Are, turned to Sam as the person who would be most likely to buy a Batman-shaped popcorn vessel. Gareth, have you bought vessel. a popcorn vessel yet? There might, they may be as hard to get as this Mariah menu t-shirt. Uh, if have. I go see the Batman again, which is, is seeming kind of possible. Did they have them? I don't, I don't know. I didn't look. How do you go and see the Batman and not look for the popcorn vessel? I did get a popcorn, though. And you even got a popcorn and you didn't look for the vessel? I got a popcorn and I didn't look for the vessel because I'm not Shit, looking to pay $28 Corey, I think that's for a, steal. a plastic Batman popcorn vessel. I think vessel. that's a steal. Yeah, somebody's stealing something. Um, money from me, am I right? That's right, audience. Okay. What have you been watching? Uh, the Batman. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot. I got, I got so wound up in the vessel. That yeah. I... The Batman's pretty good. Um, it's got Robert Pattinson. He stars as Batman. Uh, he's kind of brooding. Yeah. Like, um, you know, they modeled him after Robert Smith from The Cure, which is a take. Um, is he good? Is he it's, good? It's good. It's a good movie. Is he good? He's good. He doesn't, you know, he, he's not called upon to really stretch. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> Shocker. Um, 
look, I, I went into the movie and I, I was kind of not terribly excited for it because I feel like I've been kind of Batmaned out after mm-hmm. so many, so many Batman movies. Not only so many Batman movies, but so many dark and gritty Batman movies. And this one was positioned to be the darkest and the grittiest. And was it? Yeah, it's pretty dark and it's pretty gritty. I mean, it's not only like thematically dark, it's visually dark as well. Um, look, it's a good movie. I, I can't say that I left thinking that it changed my mind about the superhero glut. You know what I mean? Like, it's a solidly good version of a thing that we've seen before a bunch of times. It's also a solidly three-hour and 20-minute film. It, well, three hours. It's not... It's not 320? It's okay. not. It's, it's a pretty much an even three. And, um, you know, I will say that it, it doesn't feel as long as it is. Which is nice. Um, well, you got our pad in there. There, there are some redundant you. things about it that there are some places that I might have trimmed up a little bit, especially in the like second hour. But um, it looks really, really beautiful. Um, it's very, very well shot, very well directed. The cinematographer is the guy who shot Dune, um, and it, it's really great looking. And then the score is really cool. I mean, all the tech stuff is pretty much top notch, right? I mean, you you expect that because it's a big studio movie, and they threw every cent they had at it. It's just, you know, it's a Batman movie. And, like, that's going to excite somebody somewhere, but I don't know. The thing about it is, functionally, like, it is kind of the Batman movie I've wanted to see since I was reading comics as a kid because it, it, is, it emphasizes Batman as detective, and it's kind of a film noir-style crime movie instead of a typical big superhero movie um but like i'm just tired of it at this point it's not really special anymore it's you know seeing a batman movie i guess even by the time christopher nolan sort of revived revived it in in the mid-2000s with batman begins and then made the best comic book movie ever made with the dark knight you know it was still special then in a way that it just isn't anymore because every month we have some sort of big budget superhero spectacle and maybe that's unfair to the director, Matt Reeves, who made like a very good version of that. And I'm sure that when I see it again on 4K UHD Blu-ray at home, which I will be doing, um, <laughs> I will um, enjoy it more. Um, but yeah, I, I, as, as it stands, I thought it was really good. Um, but this is, not a, this is not a convincing It's not review. a glowing it's recommendation. Not, it's it's recommendation. I'm not rushing out to, to see the Batman, but Everybody I am Everybody else in the country is, so you, know, you to don't get have the to take my word vessel. for it. Um, but I can get that. My guess is I don't, they're not going to ask me for go, my ticket. You could go see that Power Channing dog? Tatum dog movie and get the Batman popcorn. You, know, you could I, go see uh, the Jennifer Lopez, Owen Wilson rom-com. Oh, marry me. Yeah. You know what I I would love I tell you right now it would make my day to be sitting and marry me and to see somebody walk in with that popcorn vessel and to to see marry me that would be you yourself worth could a trip. do that this could, that could be me but it would be better to see somebody else do it is all I'm saying by the way I also watched the first fifteen minutes of marry me and it's not even worth mentioning that I'd oh, seen it I haven't seen it yet I'm, oh it's have you seen the trailer yeah you've so seen I've the seen movie it. you've seen the movie yeah but look I I want more romantic comedies. That's why I'm this excited for this. One. I'm excited for this Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Lost City movie that comes out in a couple weeks. Okay, well, I will tell you that in the first 15 minutes of Marry Me, uh-huh. I said, 
this song, the, the marry me song, marry me, marry me. It's literally something that somebody could have shook me awake at four o'clock in the morning and said, hey, we need a, a song for this marry me movie. And I could have looked at them in my sleep and gone, marry me, marry me, marry me. It's so terrible. <laughs> and I was like, it couldn't get worse than this. And then there's an actual, she's supposed to be, you know, gen- this is a stretch y'all, but JLo's supposed to be a superstar, a singing superstar. And she sings a, some kind of a weird, worse song than marry me. Then marry me, marry me, marry me. So it's and not it, it's not the follow up to Hustlers that you were anticipating. It's not. For old it's J-Lo. not. That's and that's fifteen minutes. And 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 uh, it's a, it was po- we were pondering, man. Owen Wilson does not belong in this film. Like he's such a weird. Like yes, Wes Anderson cast him. Please, he works in those films, but he does not work in this. It's so strange. I'm, I gotta go watch this yeah, movie. Anyway, now. Um, that's what we've been watching. Okay, I'm gonna, I want to do just a couple things before we wrap up today on this podcast here, live podcast, Corey. Okay. One of which is to thank a couple of folks. Um, one in particular is Sam Childers, who sent us an email, and he was amazing and lovely, and it was such a great email to get. I will forward it to you. We got an email? I, di- I got it. He, he, uh, he well, mentioned, okay. I think, that I'm always right in the, in the arguments, um, but I will forward it to you. I would love to see that just email just to make know, sure that that's what Just know that it's all the same font, trust me. Okay. Um, and then Timothy Deer, who also uh, made a comment about how, wonder- how wonderful the podcast is. So I'm just thanking them for listening and for and giving a little shout out. Who did he say was always right? For their right. support. He said that, um, you know. I don't want to talk about it. Quite. Okay, all right. Um, he said I, I, that you know sometimes I, sometimes my opinions were misguided. That seems like a very polite way of phrasing <laughs> that. <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. Um, anyway, and then the other thing I want to do is uh, we have an audience, so if there are any questions, we will take questions. I know it's such a mystery what we do on this podcast, so um, let us know. Sam, do you have any questions for us? So Sam's question was, how are we today? Uh, Sam, honestly, okay. Long day at school, teaching the children. Uh, Looking forward to, um, oh, God, I was going to say go home and goof off, but I I have to grade essays tonight. Just a thousand-yard stare. Chex Mix for lunch. You had Chex Mix for lunch? Sick. I had a dumb turkey sandwich that I resented the whole time. Well, at least we answered the question. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that was that was a nice question from Sam. Thank you, Sam. Um, my mom's my mom had a comment earlier, which was a oh my god, y'all aren't calling Lisa today, which is the whole reason she's here was to for her favorite segment was phone a friend with Lisa. So um, she was disappointed. But anyway, thank y'all for being here. We yes, appreciate seriously, it. thank you. Oh, we got applause! Look at applause. that! Look at that! And again, and, we're going to do this again in just a couple of weeks before the Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. That'll be, that'll be good. I, I like that. Um, I'm flipping through my notes because, you know what? I, I don't see any reason why we don't just go straight into the, you know, into the outro, Into the outro as we where we uh, thank our sponsor, Revelator Coffee. But we are your own personal cinematic, I think you're going to like this one, uh-huh. Melissa Joan Hart and Kevin Owens. Okay, who's Kevin Owens? Okay. So Kevin Owens is a WWE wrestler. What? And you know who Melissa Joan Hart is. Of course, she's Clarissa. She explained it all. MJH. And also, I believe, a resident of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, because she married some football bro there. Well, so she goes to a lot of Alabama football games. I knew that. I did not know she lived there. Yeah. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. She married. We'll we'll have to retract this. Uh, Oh, 
horrible to have to do anything related to Melissa Joan Hart. Anyway, Except watch Clarissa explains it all. She married Sabrina's some alum or something and drags herself to these Alabama football games, and somehow that's news. Oh, here. I'm sure it was under duress, too, that she went to all these awesome football games. Well, here's something you didn't know about old MJH. Okay. She's a wrestling fan who, and now this may have been a few years ago, because uh-huh. I did have to do a little deep dive on this, reviews Raw on Mondays, which I'm assuming Raw, Raw all caps. Yeah, that's a, the WWE okay. wrestling program. Well, back in 2015... She called Kevin Owens a lazy wrestler on Twitter. Oh, he didn't like it. He fired back? He fired back and said, sorry, I watched one of your shows a few months ago, and it put me in a slumber that has been hard to recover from. Wow. Yeah. And that's a guy who professionally takes hits to the head with a folding chair. Yeah, he came back strong. I guess she uh, didn't explain it all then, did she? (laughs) She didn't. Remember when she was in that crazy, the Britney Spears video? No. Okay, well... Go check I it out, I do Corey. not remember that. Go check it out. Um, I believe there's a cameo in there from um, Adrian Grenier, too. So that's a fun one to watch for. Anyway, thank you for listening to Side Talks Podcast. And thanks, Live. of course, to our friends at Batwell Studios, especially Brad, for coming out today to the cinema to put on this live show. Thank you very much, Brad. Um, what else do we say here? Revelator Coffee. Would yeah, we do that? delicious. Yeah. And that's it. Thank you all for listening. Sidewalkfest.com or at Sidewalk Film on social media where you can see what's playing at the cinema. Lots of cool stuff coming up in the month of March and beyond. So come for see sure. a movie with us. And come March 27th, Sunday, March 27th, before the Academy Awards for another live show. Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>